Welcome back to Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hey everyone, today we're speaking to Molly. She's a secondary teacher, has adorable twin boys, and had me as a housemate with my husband Michael for six months while she was pregnant. So Molly, a big welcome to HDD. To help us to get to know you a bit better, what are three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately? First thing, it would definitely be coffee. Even all the kids in my classroom know that I need lots of coffee or else I don't survive. Go for a walk most days or go to the gym or something like that. And the third one is more so related to my kids, but if they're really grumpy, another go-to is the wiggles it just makes them not grumpy anymore molly can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Long story short, in family, my parents got divorced or separated when I was quite young. The divorce wasn't finalized for a little while. And so in that stage, we'd moved from Canberra to the Gold Coast to Sydney. And I got to a phase when we were 14 and mum wanted to live back up here with her family. I started at Emmanuel College in year 10. And that's when I first became a Christian. So a few people invited me along to youth. I was very skeptical. I'd only ever been to more, say, traditional churches. So seeing music, lights, in instruments I was like what is going on what is this yeah that was probably a journey of about a year or so if not longer I would say I didn't really understand the gospel or Jesus or anything like that really until I'd finished school and had to kind of make my own choices that would probably be when I was maybe 18 I would say 18 maybe a little bit older I can't quite remember from there my life kind of in a really good way took a massive trajectory change I got out of a bad relationship had a few things to work out with that and then started attending a church really regularly got really really involved then when I was 19 I met my now husband Aaron the rest is kind of history he's in ministry and I moved over to Elevation Church to be with him a couple of years ago we fell pregnant and we now have twin boys I was working full-time at the time of being pregnant I'm now back at work so my life can seem to others as chaotic and busy but there's definitely peace and calm in the craziness that is our life what topic are you going to share with us today capacity now Mm. I don't no, I probably hadn't really heard this word until I was maybe 20 or even 21. I don't think I really understood the concept because there's definitely two sides of it. It's there's spiritual capacity and a physical capacity. And whilst they link together, they are still quite different. So if you don't know what it is, capacity is basically just growing, stretching, enlarging both physically and spiritually and making room for God to do what he wants to do. So it's in both contexts and I think it's important to address both. Why is this an important topic in today's society? First of all, life throws things at you all the time that have the potential to throw you off. So you could have, you know, serious issues come up in family in regards to health, maybe even finances in your family. Even if you don't understand, it can still affect how some things are done. Work, uni, there's always things that are adding pressure to us. And often our first temptation can actually be to run away. Not going to lie, that is sometimes my first temptation. So in me talking about this, it's something I'm still working through. I'm not a professional. We also can get caught up in the mundane of life and just doing the processes and actually forgetting to seek God for ways to grow and change Mm -hmm. because capacity is a lot about that growth and change and as Christians we are continually changing we have to always be changing and it's kind of freeing to also know that in 
that change, we never reach final destination of knowing, hey, we've perfectly reached capacity. Some of the obstacles that we face just in terms of even technology, friendships, university assignments, even good things like serving in church, they can all actually take our mind off God. And even though it's not their intention, our focus just goes somewhere else. It's important to talk about capacity because we all do need to learn to not let our faith waver in those difficult times or those distractions and to learn to trust God and that really our relationship with God does grow through those tough times. Yes, it does grow in the mountaintops too, but in the valleys is where faith and your trust can really be tested and that's when it's most important to rely on God. Molly, what have you learned about your own capacity? Before I kind of talk about the journey I guess I've been on for the last three years, I always had quite a high physical capacity. So I know that I can work hard. I'm a real planner. So I'm like, boing, 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 boing. Like, you know, literally jumping from <laughs> everything exactly to another. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit of a jumper. And that's, I guess, the excellence part in me. Mm. I'm always wanting to make sure that in everything I do, I'm bringing that excellence. So I'm working hard. And that's something for me that comes naturally. But I guess definitely the past three years of my life, what I've learned about capacity is that I really probably didn't have the strongest foundation in my spiritual capacity and spiritual mm. growth. Not that I was, you know, off the rails, but I just probably didn't understand some grounding concepts to help me run to God in difficult situations instead of away. This whole process probably started for me three years ago. I was working in a public school, big public school as a teacher, first job at a uni, and it's pretty confronting. Like, you know, a lot of emotional issues in the kids, and unfortunately they're not all on the same caliber as one another. So you have kids who are very rebellious, they don't want to listen, all those kinds of things. So I would say my real capacity journey spiritually started there because I really had to rely on God to get me through not reacting out of emotion because it takes you know, the lesson planning wasn't hard, all that kind of stuff wasn't hard, but the actual emotional draining in the classroom was really hard. And so, yeah, that's kind of where the journey started. And I failed all the time, you know, that's why God's grace is so amazing because he was definitely trying to grow my faith. And I was saying, we've just had brekkie this morning and I was saying to Sarah too, I'm such a control freak sometimes that Same. I feel like <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. God's been really encouraging this growth in me because it's something that I need. I need to not be so in control. And then, at the end of 2015, I got the most amazing blessing opportunity to change schools. That's the boys banging on the door. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, was like, what is that banging? I completely lost my train should we stop of thought. Nah, surely the boys will stop them. Come on, husbands. I know. <laughs> you know that we're in here recording. Here we go. There's a knock at the door. Hello. Hi. The boys are banging on the door. We have a code brown. What's code brown? Poo. This is recording and all going on. Yeah, going brown. Hi, Hunter. Hi, sweetie. You're asking your mum what you've done. No, thanks. End of 2015, um, I applied for a really great job, um, brand new opportunity at just a really great Christian school. So definitely in that process said, okay, God, if you want me to be here, awesome. I'll stay at this public school, but if not, I'd love to move over. And in an amazing way, he opened up that door. And then that exact same night that I got that job offer and I accepted it, we had this prophet come out for part of, yeah, church life. Just she would come out and just prophesy over all the stuff. And she was saying to us, there's going to be huge amounts of change happening in your life. In 
a really short time frame and me being the naive one thought that it was my new job and so I'm like yep this is exciting Aaron's also stepping into a new role at work like all this change but it's mm. so great and then two days later I took a pregnancy test and found out we were pregnant everything that I'd been I guess praying for at this point I'm like what like god why did you open the door if you knew that the opportunity like I couldn't take the opportunity you know I can't be pregnant and work somewhere for six months and then I'm gone and it was very confusing kind of time for us and then I was really sick in that process and Sarah and Michael were living with us at that point Sorry. Um, <laughs> a few weeks later we went and had the first scan and that scan actually revealed that we were having twins I laughed oh Aaron was just dumbfounded but in this whole process I'm just like god what on earth are you even doing this just doesn't even make sense thanks to god's grace the door opened up at that school and i've now been able to do a 360 and i'm coming back to work Mm -hmm. there now which is amazing but in terms then of my journey everything about both my physical and my spiritual capacity have had to grow because when you are a parent and i don't know how many listeners are parents but even if you're not or if that's what you want to be one day there is so much that's out of your control and if i didn't actually start relying on Jesus and it did take me a while after the twins were born I'm not gonna lie I didn't sit there first day reading my bible it was probably like a three or four months getting over the tiredness but it just got to a point where I was like no god I know you really need to stretch me you need to grow me because I need to be the best example of a parent that I can be to raise my kids in a godly house and if they're not seeing the fruit of my relationship with the lord then how am I going to lead them into that same place and fruit looks like so many different things you know it's not only how Galatians mentions you know the fruits of the spirit it's just even in referencing the amazingness of God every day and the things that we do so that's definitely been my journey and something that I've really come to know is that capacity comes from letting go and our capacity will crumble if we keep trying to do things in our own strength and it's not how much that we can handle because I think we could handle infinitely more than we give ourselves credit for. But what we have to do is in that handling, give it all to God and he will actually take it on and then we can handle more. What is God's perspective on us having a spiritual capacity as well as our physical capacity? I would say that it's essential. Christ, I believe, actually does command us to live in that greater spiritual capacity. If we're not living in that, then we're just focusing, again, on the limitations of a physical capacity. We're just doing everything on our own. We're not actually relying on him for our growth. And coming back to some of those words, like you're stretching. Any situation that we walk through, we need to stretch. We need to grow. We need to learn. It doesn't matter if we fail. Life is all about failing. But there is a lesson to be learned in every season. And I think the younger you are when you can actually learn this to allow God to stretch you to allow God to make room in your life for maybe things that you didn't expect would happen you know you can save yourself a lot of heartache down the road and heartache doesn't necessarily have to mean a bad thing but just could be years of running away from what you feel like God is calling you to do when instead it's just okay you know what God this is actually super terrifying but I'm going to step into it because I know that you've graced me for this and so in Isaiah uh, 54 2 it says enlarge the place of your tent stretch your tent curtains wide lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes and in here I know it's an old testament scripture but if you ever listen to any preaching on capacity they often reference that scripture because you actually do get that visual sense of everything just widening everything's making room so God can do more you can allow more of God in your faith is more foundational it's not that skittish faith where you're just nervous at every corner in the whole process of capacity in us growing more especially in that spiritual capacity there's not really so much of a checklist I kind of wish there was it's just trust and go in physical capacity there are some checklist points you can do you know it's 
wake up earlier and start your day by reading your Bible um, or going for a walk or whatever refreshes you. Um, you can, you know, put your phone away so you don't have that distraction. You can invest into people so, you know, you can catch up for coffee. There's so many things physically you can do, but sometimes I feel like to strengthen that spiritual discipline of capacity, it really is just like, okay, God, I literally just have to trust you. I have to make room in my heart for this thing that I don't even understand and I'm just going to go with it. I truly believe that it definitely growing in capacity, God wants us to make us more like him. That's really his whole goal. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. And to me, like that process of sanctification is really what capacity is all about. We're just growing, we're becoming more like God, we're trusting in him more. And as it says in verse 17, we're feeling that freedom of it. It's not meant to be a process where you feel like you have to do more. It's just an organic, natural growing, enabling God to do his work in that process. What inspired you along this whole journey? Actually getting in a really good, solid life group or small group, depending on language of the church, whatever you guys use. I hadn't really been in one properly for a while, but obviously being pregnant, working, I feel like that was all kind of cut out for a couple of years. And so this year, I really made it a priority to get into a really great small group. We study the Bible together. We go away through the week and we read and we ponder just the things of God. And then we have to bring, not have to bring, that sounds bad, but you know, part of being in this small group and or life group is we bring our thoughts to each other. We bring our concerns or our challenges or even the one we just had on Wednesday, we're actually confessing sin to each other. And so I think if I didn't have that I probably wouldn't have grown as much because in a good way even though I do read my bible as much as I can and I am a journaler so I always put down all my thoughts in you know a variety of fashions but I feel like if I didn't have that accountability accountability for me encouraged growth and then growth obviously from there organically encouraged that capacity growth and so I felt then spiritually like I just knew my bible more I knew what God wanted of me more I enabled Jesus to have more control because even now I'm you know going through something else which I won't go into detail about but it's still you know I really had to and one of the mentors at work even said to me she's like you know I feel like God is really seeing how much control you're willing to let goal of still and so that's what I was saying before I'm still on this journey because I'm not there completely but in having this accountability and me slowly letting go of my control issues <laughs> in just that slow process of all of that happening I've really felt that my faith is more secure it's more foundational I'm not stressing as much about the little things but I'm just feeling that spiritual strength that whatever God has of me I know that it's going to be okay even if it seems confusing right now you know what I've made room for the opportunity I would pray God open this door or close this door whatever you want to happen mm. allow that to happen and there's such a freedom in that because I know I know that I know that I know that he's in control even though I have known that ever since I became a Christian when it's practically outworked in your life it becomes clearer before we finish today do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners as I said in the beginning, know that spiritual capacity and spiritual growth does not happen overnight. It has to be a process. So as I said, mine has been three years and I think we'll still be going on for quite a long time just in looking at what I go through now. So don't feel disheartened if maybe you let your emotions take control. Don't feel disheartened if you're scared to trust that God has everything in control because 
it's not going to happen overnight, but with prayer and just knowing the heart of God more, being in your Bible more, having all those elements around you and a great small group if you're not in one, that can really help you on that journey to enlarging your tent, to enlarging your capacity and just almost breathing in more of the Holy Spirit, breathing in more of those gifts of discernment, the fruits of the Spirit, like they all do come under it. You can see your capacity growing when you are being more Mm -hmm. patient. And so I know for me as a mom with my kids, even since they're 16 months old now, but I've seen my patients grow to astounding levels. And I didn't realize it at first, but in hindsight, I've realized it. So yeah, don't be disheartened if it doesn't happen overnight. It's all that process of sanctification. And if you're not in a small group or you don't have great people around you to do the journey with, then yeah, please get into one because that's how you learn about God together. And it's so important for women. I love that. Molly, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to not run from stretching our capacity, but actually embrace it. And I love what you said. Just trust and go. It's awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Her Daily Drive. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.